Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Today's episode is inspired by those T-Mobile home internet speeds that are much slower than Xfinity's lickety split speeds. Speeds that slow to a crawl can leave us feeling like we have to move faster to compensate. Eh, wrong. We don't have to move faster. The internet does. Now you can move however you want. You want to move like a sloth? Do it. Be a sloth. A sloth with blazing fast Xfinity internet that you should have gotten in the first place. I hate to say I told you so, but you know. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Welcome to Office Chats, a podcast presented by Madam Blue. Each episode features a special guest sharing their story of success, career advice, and industry insight. I'm Valeria and I'll be hosting today's episode. Today's guest is Jerry Lee, a model, actor, and former journalist based in New York who you might recognize from Netflix's Dating Around. Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, can you introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit about where you're from and what you do? Sure. So I'm a full-time model, actor, and musician, and also a social media influencer. I have over 800,000 followers across all my channels at the moment. Um, I'm based in New York, but grew up in Wales, England, and Connecticut, and graduated from NYU. And um, I used to work as a journalist. I was a deputy editor at BuzzFeed for three and a half years. And for fun, I like long-distance running, playing classical piano, painting, cooking, and baking for my food blog. Busy woman for sure. (laughs) How did you get your start at BuzzFeed? Like, were you always interested in writing? Yeah, I've always loved writing um, from an early age, and that's actually what I wanted to do. Um, I was interested in screenwriting and poetry as a kid, and also was obsessed with the CIA and spies, so didn't really go together. But um, I, I always wanted to write, but then when I had a job writing um you don't always get to write what you want to write about sometimes you just get assigned things that you're maybe not interested in or just things that would traffic well so I got really burnt out actually yeah and I mean that's the nice thing about having your own blog now is you have the liberty to write about the things you want and even on social media you know you create content that is a fit for you yeah it's it's definitely very freeing to have that creative control definitely so tell me a little bit about how you got started in the modeling and entertainment industry? Yeah, kind of by accident. Um, It's not something that I ever really thought too much about pursuing. Um, In in prep school, I'd actually written a play for and uh, performed in a playwriting festival and, you know, took a few acting classes I really liked. So it was something I always had in the back of my mind um, as something that I enjoyed. So in, I think, 2017, I was going through a bit of a creative rut so I decided to see what the acting scene was like in New York, just out of curiosity. And I wanted to develop it as a hobby on the side. So I started with auditioning for commercials and doing that. And then eventually um, got into modeling too after working in a New York Fashion Week show in honor of the Me Too movement in 2018. Um, and then I think in the middle of 2018, I ended up leaving BuzzFeed and journalism in general um as my bookings were taking off and are you still based in new york yes okay how how do you like living in new york it's great i mean it's it's very different during the pandemic um Mm. but i think it's definitely the best place to be the most creative fields um there's so many people here in all different fields um who are just so passionate and really trying to pursue their dreams and i find that energy very inspiring Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who's aspiring to venture into the modeling or entertainment industry like you did? 
whether they're in New York or not, like what are some of the first steps they can take to make that happen? So I think the first step is definitely to really think about um, what you want because a lot of people, you know, might consider it, but um, it's, it's really hard to succeed, especially in fashion. And then also I think it's important to work on building up your brand and figure out what exactly makes you unique, whether that's something about your look or your personality and, and focus on that um, because that's way too many people all competing for the same um, types of gigs and you, you really want to stand out. And part of that is also taking the time to grow your social media presence, um, which can be helpful in the long run for many different industries. But basically, you just want to learn what makes you really unique and then use that to market yourself. Got it. What has been one of the most memorable moments in your career? I know you mentioned walking um, in Fashion Week, but you've also been on the cover of a ton of different magazines. I'm wondering, like, is there a few moments that stand out to you as like, wow, that was really special? There's definitely a lot of moments. Um, I think walking in that show um, was was really important for me. So I, I was involved in the show because earlier that year, I'd gotten stalked and harassed by an online stranger who I had to file a police report against. Um, he was making physical threats against me. Um, and so I actually had to have someone escort me from the office to a car to go home every day for a while um, because I was really worried about my safety. And so taking part in that show and speaking out about that experience and listening to the stories of the other women who were taking part, um, it really felt like getting back some of that power because I felt very helpless in that situation. That's crazy that you went through that and to come out the other end feeling more empowered and like encouraging other women to do the same is really important. What are some of the challenges that you faced early on? I mean, you mentioned one huge challenge that you already overcame, but what are some of the other challenges you faced that you can now look back on and identify as learning lessons? So I didn't have any prior knowledge or experience in um, like modeling, for example. Um, so that, that were those um, challenges. So it was kind of a bit of a learning curve. But keeping open-minded um, really helped me adapt. And then also, I mean, more specific things like learning that it's okay to turn things down because I have a tendency to overextend myself. So I would just try to take on way too many gigs and auditions um and then learned that my time is really most valuable yeah you want to avoid burning yourself out um in the long run it's definitely not worth it you know you have eight hundred thousand plus followers on instagram what are some ways that you disconnect from everything online do you struggle with that at all i try to um split my time so that i don't focus on any one thing for too long and get burnt out um, and I find that helps to juggle different things like that. I also try to spend time focusing on um, like exercising or like just taking the time to cook nice meals um, frequently several times a week and just giving myself those breaks um, so I can, you know, so I don't get burnt out. Taking care of yourself is just as important as like meeting deadlines or doing gigs, like you said. So definitely important. Yeah, and I have a very cute cat um, named Potato, so he definitely helps too. Oh, <laughs> do you have an Instagram for your cat as well? Yeah, it's at Potato Bengal. <laughs> Always good to have a furry friend during hard times, for sure. <laughs> so you've been very vocal about championing representation in the entertainment industry, um, which I love. I would love to know your thoughts on why that's so important to you and why more people should advocate for an increase in diversity in the media. 
So um, I'm, I'm really passionate about increasing awareness to the importance of diversity in entertainment because representation really matters. Personally, I never saw Asian models or people who looked like me in TV and film when I was growing up. So I didn't even consider it as a career. Um, I didn't think that was a possibility for me. I didn't think it was a career path that I could even take. So, for example, I could have maybe stopped, started earlier or you know, taken more acting classes early on had that been different. Um, and many young Asian women and men have reached out to me and expressed that they feel inspired to see someone who looks like them working in entertainment and succeeding. Um, I think that people seeing themselves and their stories represented on screen can be both inspiring and motivating. And it also promotes more education about other cultures and races, which engenders understanding, tolerance, compassion, unity. Um, and I think that the more that diversity is normalized in the industry, the more that pay rates across the board will become increasingly fair and equalized. Absolutely. And it's, it's like that saying, you know, if you can see it, you can be it. And that's so important for people to see a version of themselves in every single industry and in every single career opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. It just opens that door for them to even venture there. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the, the industry has begun to change and it has become more accepting of diversity, especially in the past few years. But I think that's still a long way to go. Um, and I, I hope that the work that I do um, inspires some people to at least try to pursue their own passions and to know that they're not limited to what they might consider traditional careers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You mentioned the industry is changing a little for the good, you know, with diversity, but then also there's been hardships with the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. um, I would like to know someone who works in the entertainment industry, can you tell us how the pandemic has affected your career and how you see that adapting going forward? Yeah, so most sets follow pretty strict social distancing guidelines. So a lot of them will ask for proof of a negative COVID test a couple of days before the shoot day, or they'll even have like a rapid test on site that you have to do um, before you're admitted in. Um, some shoots, if it's just only one person on camera, then everyone has to wear masks when they're not on camera and there can only be one person at a time unless it's you know a group of people who live together, like a family or people who are quarantined together. And also like most auditions are virtual, obviously. The few auditions I've had in person, they all required masks. Um, there's also more filming happening outdoors since that is a little bit safer too. But yeah, it's, it's a very different world now um i don't think it's a bad thing for example like makeup artists they really now enforce sanitizing all the brushes and makeup so there's a lot of things that are good i guess ultimately yeah there's little things that now that they're in place it's like why did we never do that before you know like sanitizing airplanes after everyone on board right yeah same for makeup and like salons things like that so Yeah, I I absolutely don't want germs on me at any point. So in in that respect, it's great. Right. What are the virtual auditions like? Do you feel more relaxed when you're like not in front of a casting director and you're in front of your computer? Or do you prefer the in-person castings? I actually prefer the in-person ones because I like to be able to interact with someone and I think that's much easier in person than virtual especially because many of the auditions are self-tapes which have always been a thing like I've always had to tape myself and just send it in um but you don't get that interaction and just takes a lot more effort than showing up because you have to set up your light you have to set up the camera set up a tripod so it actually feels more taxing than just you know going to an in-person audition in my opinion yeah that's very true and for 
people don't who don't have access to those things it definitely puts a barrier there to where like you need stable wi-fi you need the lighting you need a good camera like all those things that some people don't always have access to yeah especially in new york because sometimes if i'm in my living room we get a lot of street noise so i'm like oh i'm sorry there's like an ambulance coming through (laughs) and there's nothing you can really do about that um but i will say though that there's some some changes um especially i think more in like the fashion industry and even for like social media that have been kind of positive because early on i think in april or may um i ended up purchasing a lot of equipment because i figured that this seems to be around for a while so i might as well buy some equipment so i actually ended up buying a lot of lighting and like backdrops and camera equipment i even bought a green screen so i've been taking the time to learn how to shoot a lot of stuff myself and that's actually been enjoyable oh wow so you were prepared yes i i love to prepare I'm a very stereotypical Aries. That's awesome. Well, it definitely will come in handy. And I'm wondering, is there any current projects you're working on that you can speak about? Well, I'm currently working on new music and I'm I'm working on a new painting as well as far as um, projects. And I'm also working on the launch of my jewelry brand next year. Um, I just got a bunch of samples actually that I have to review and then order inventory of. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your music. I, I work a lot with writing in like three to four part harmony um, because that has always been interesting to me. I always just have sung for fun mostly, um, but I had about, I think, eight years of training in piano and seven in violin and took some music theory. So in, I'm very versed in like classical music. In in the future, I, I hope to be doing more of like an indie folk kind of sound. Um, right now I'm working on a few more song covers in three-part harmony because it's kind of a fun exercise to me, but also kind of tedious. Yeah, it sounds like a fun way to de-stress, but also like just practice a craft at the same time. Yeah. Very cool. And then for your jewelry brand, when did you get the idea to start that? And when do you see the launch happening? I think I actually got the idea about two years ago. Um, I am hoping to launch in January, but it may take a bit longer because shipping is just taking so long. Um, it took me a really long time to get some of these samples. So maybe February or like hopefully at least by March. But yeah, I, I love jewelry. Actually, I didn't get my ears pissed until last summer, I believe. And since then, I just got really obsessed with earrings. I've collected like hundreds of them and I just... I've gotten really into accessorizing and it's something that brings me joy. So I'm really looking forward to releasing the collection. Yeah, that's exciting. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. One of your previous projects I just wanted to mention because I myself am a fan of the show. What was it like filming Netflix's Dating Around? Yeah, so I I was offered the opportunity to appear on the show in 2018. And I, I decided to do it because it seemed like a great opportunity to speak about bisexuality and that's something that producers encouraged me to do it was set in i believe a hotel slash restaurant in brooklyn and we filmed from pretty early in the evening to around four in the morning so actually all my shots were in just one day the casting process took about a month and i had to take a psych eval actually as part of it so it was kind of drawn out and then it came out in february 2019 um, and people still message me today 
um, all the time about watching in the show, I guess, because Netflix has still been promoting it. And that was a new season, too. Yeah. So I want to dig into a few things that you mentioned there. Because you were filming for so long, did it feel like an actual day or did it feel more like a job? No, it, it, I don't think anyone really went on the show to actually date um, for the most part. Because I think there's only maybe one couple who's still kind of together. Um, but for me, I, I definitely wasn't trying to actually date on the show. Um, I just thought, you know, they basically caused me to speak about being bisexual and the stigmas that are still around that. So that's why I was interested in being involved. Yeah. And so you, did you, am I right that you actually came out on the show? Yeah. I mean, p- people who knew me personally knew, but I wasn't like publicly out. So. Yeah. And what was that like? Were you like nervous at all or did it just feel natural and like the right thing to do at the moment? I basically tried not to think of it um, so that I wouldn't get stressed about it. I think it was fine. I don't think anyone really had a negative reaction to it. I'm, I'm glad that I went through the experience. Yeah, and you mentioned that you still get DMs. Like, what are the encouraging words or, like, how have you helped inspire people talking about bisexual representation? I, I got um, a few messages, especially from people who appear more feminine, who say that they're happy that I, who also appear more feminine, spoke up about it because there's kind of a stereotype that if you're bi a lesbian you have to look more butch so that was one thing and then a lot of other messages just about thank you for trying to speak up about it because it's still so underrepresented in entertainment and and a lot of shows also like if they do have someone who's bi it's kind of like a casual thing that's thrown around for the plot so i think there's still a long way to go in terms of representation Yeah. Well, good for you for, you know, being a part of that change. And I do want to ask you one question in terms of career advice on this podcast. We share a lot of career advice. And because you used to work as a journalist and editor at BuzzFeed and then transitioned into modeling and acting, I think you're the perfect person to talk about advice in terms of changing your career or jumping into another industry. What advice would you share to people in that situation who are either afraid or hesitant to do so? So um, just just on a practical level first, there's so much information available for free online, especially on YouTube, about pretty much every single industry. So I definitely try to take advantage of that to get a foundation of basic knowledge first. You want to know um, kind of what you're getting into, what your career path might look like if you make a change. I'd also recommend reaching out to people whose work you admire or those who've made similar career transitions in your field and ask about their experiences and advice. And I think my number one tip would probably be to just try to ignore any self-doubt that you may feel um, because that's often part of the process and not necessarily a reflection on whether or not you can succeed. Um, Because I think if it's something that you're very passionate about, it would actually be riskier to play it safe because you just don't know what could happen. Like I personally can predict anything about my career um, even a few years ago. Thank you so much, Jerry, for your time. I appreciate learning more about your career and all the projects you're currently working on. It was great talking to you. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jerry, for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you to everyone listening, and I hope you join us in the next Office Chats episode. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.